Before we bring you some of the audio from the Zoom call featuring three newcomers to the team, two who played their high school ball in Clearwater, got to direct you to the 95.3 WDAE website. There's always some great stuff up there. And as you know, Jay Retcher does plenty of great work for us. He'll be part of the football broadcast, and you're going to hear him calling softball this weekend. That's right, on Saturday night. He'll be sideline reporter along with Joey Johnston for the spring game, but also on Sunday he'll be play-by-play for softball against Wichita State as it is going to be a busy weekend. Our entire roster is going to be put into use while I'm in New Orleans with baseball. But Jay and Ian Beckles host a show, Drive Time, every weekday. And if you're curious, that's why Jay's voice is never on the Friday baseball games, but with basketball over, I'll be doing those anyway. But they often interview folks from USF. B.J. Daniels was on their show yesterday. Didn't talk a ton about the spring game or the what's going to be very, very interesting halftime alumni game, which, again, we will be calling play-by-play on. And that'll be Jay Retcher down on the field and Jim Lighthall taking the play-by-play role up in the booth. So they talk more about his career and his professional career, some on his coming to USF, but also he had some nice words to say about Timmy McLean and how he's maturing. And, yeah, if you want to check it out, head to 95.3 WDA's website. Just go to the podcast section and the Retcher and Beckel show, and it's easy enough to get to. Now, full audio, including questions from some voices. You're going to hear Kelly Quinlan, who works for Yahoo, and, of course, our own Joey Johnston, among those talking to the trio of players. And right off the start, Mike Lofton, very interesting story. And Joey Johnston gets right to it here in the line of questioning. A guy going from one of the Warren I-4 rivals to the other. Originally played at Cavalry Christian. Only played in three games last year as a true freshman. Played in eight for the Knights. Speaks about his decision and where he might fit in with the Bulls. Mike, uh, first describe the um, unusual aspect of going from UCF to USF. I know it's such a big rivalry, and maybe you don't see a lot of guys changing teams like that, but what's it been like for you to kind of go from one rival to the other, and how comfortable has that been for you? It's definitely a a transition, Um, well, for me at least, uh, just because I've always wanted to go to USF, but at the time I felt that UCF was the better fit for me. Um, But the transition has been really good. Uh, The guys have... have, uh, have not only just brought uh, brought me in, but they brought uh, all the transfers in. Uh, so I say it's been really good. Uh, just gelling and bonding with the guys, uh, going to work with them every day. Now I've always wanted to play here. Uh, my my grandma was a season ticket holder uh, from my middle school all the way to my freshman year. So I've always been uh, coming to USF games, always watching from afar. And then when the when the opportunity came to come back home, I, I had to take it. I didn't want to want to miss that chance. And Mike, what what positions do you play on the line? Where do you think you're the best fit for this team? Uh, right now, I'm an interior offensive lineman, so I play uh, center and both guards. But right now, I'm with uh, I'm uh, right guard. You know, obviously, with with some guys out this spring, you're getting a lot of a lot of work and and probably getting reps that you maybe weren't expecting right out of the gate. Just how has that been? How's uh, working with Coach Mo been for you? And and how do you feel like you're learning? what he wants and what the offensive line demands at this at USF. Working, working with Coach Mose, uh, it's been really good. Uh, he brings that, 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 that fire, that grit uh, to the offensive line, uh, that, that every play we need to put our heads down and work. Um, he always preaches that you just got to go to work. 
we always want the best for our team, uh, as best as, as like best as a standard, uh, as Coach Scott always puts it, a transition. But I think I've adjusted to it well. Me getting the reps now, uh, I feel like it's really good because uh, when we come play BYU in September, I'll be ready to go. Having seen different looks, different coverages, uh, different blitzes, I feel like everything that we've seen now will get us prepared for September. And also, uh, right now, dealing with some of those senior guys like uh, like Trey Jacobs, uh, Dono Jennings, and uh, Meech Harris, I feel like that's really good for us uh, in the long run, just to build that chemistry up, and then that'll take us into those late games in November and December. Like the people that will come to your spring game, they'll come to the stadium, and they'll you know, for, in, in their eyes, this is like a game uh, more than a, than a practice. So, how do you describe what what this means to people? I know you guys are out there every day at your practice trying to make your reputation and get a better place on the team. Is this, is this kind of an enhanced practice? Is this, if you show off here, show off good here, does that really set you up good for the fall? What does it mean to a player, the spring game, actually? We take it serious. We want to take it uh, like game day. At the end of the day, for me, it's just trying to, trying to increase where I'm at, uh, work on what I'm trying to get to. I want to treat it like a game, uh, get as many game reps as I can. Uh, see if I'm in, in, in shape, see what I need to work on in the summertime. So for me, it's really just an assessment on uh, the things I need to work on, uh, things I could do better, things that I did well, but can tweak a little bit more. Trying to hone my craft. And uh, also you get competition. You get a little, it's a little bit more pressure just because there are more people around playing in the Ray J, uh, which will, which will uh, give us that, that game feel. For me, just trying to really focus in, lock in, uh, hone my technique, hone my craft. And uh, yeah, see where I gotta see what I gotta work on for the summertime. Be ready for, for the fall. And, and one more, Mike. Um, you mentioned you play some center. Uh, wh what do you think that means for your future here? I mean, we know Brad Cecil's in place and all that, but it, do you think that could be your route long term, or how do you kind of see you know not just this season but be future seasons of your best place to be? I think it could be. Uh, we got a really good. Uh, Freshman center, his name's Cole Best. He's been working with the two group. He's showing uh, a lot of good signs uh, that he can he can get the job done. But uh, he just got to keep growing. But I really like him at center. But if it comes down to it, if I have to play center, I will be. Uh, I think I've got I've got enough reps and experience there. That uh, and I'm also learning from a good group uh, from from Meech and uh, Meech and Brad. They're 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 really good to to get uh, to get questions answered and stuff like that. Love how he brings up some of the guys that you almost take for granted. Everyone talks about Cecil and Jennings and Harris, but Demontre Jacobs I thought was great at tackle last year. And giving a little bit of love to a future Bulls center, it sounds like. Mike Lafton is going to vie for a guard position. Cole Best getting a shout-out there. A kid from that Orlando area went to Trinity Park in Winter Park, took a red shirt last year. Now, a couple of guys from Clemson. What do you say, Michael Dukes? Spelled M-I-C-H-E-L, so you know. A star at First Baptist High School in Charleston, South Carolina, ran for nearly 9,000 yards in his career with 117 touchdowns. Scored a couple of touchdowns, 32 carries his freshman year at Clemson 2019. Saw that reduced to eight carries in 2020 and just two carries only played against South Carolina State. Entered the transfer portal early in the season, actually in October and so here's what he had to say about his decision to come here. Michael what were what were the factors that led to you thinking uh, you needed to leave Clemson and, and go to USF as a better situation what was your thinking that, that got you down here? Really just uh, I've only I felt like 
with my caliber of play, I, I should be on the field. So really, I just wanted somewhere to play. And being that Coach Scott and Coach Cam came from Clemson, it was just easier for me to just come to USF. And uh, I just wanted to play more. Uh, some things didn't go my way there. And I just wanted a better place so I can showcase my talent and just have a better spot for my family, academic-wise and all. So really, that's all. What positions do you play? Uh, I play running back. They said, Coach Bentley said I could, I could move in a slot a little bit during the season and then punt return and kick return. So you, 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 you could actually line up in the backfield or be a receiver? You, you have that kind of skill set? Yes, sir. Hey, so how, you know, as you've made this adjustment, what's it been like learning the offense and how different is it from what you were doing at Clemson? Obviously, there's some, some pieces of that and some DNA in it, but just how different is, is what Coach Trickett's running maybe compared to what you're used to at Clemson? Uh, Really, it's, it's not really that different. It's really just like the schemes and the calls kind of, not the schemes, but like the calls, just like the play calling and the signals are different, but really we run the same place. So it was easy for me to just transition from Clemson to USF play-wise. And then Coach Cam and the running back have, and the other running backs have been doing a great job of helping me get the little details down and just hone in on plays and the total scheme of the offense. So really it's been, it's been smooth transition. What's maybe the biggest adjustment for you so far since you've been at USF compared to, to Clemson? Uh, really just, I wouldn't even say it's been football for you. It's been like just outside outside of the school and like just on my living situation and just like around the area. It's just more like city vibes. Rather than Clemson, it's like kind of country and like, like having a lot of hills and trees and stuff where the USF is like just sunny. Like it's like, I feel like the beach, like it's just, I don't know, it's just more of a city vibe. But it's kind of like, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. It's kind of like back home. So really, it's it's been no difference for real. It's Charleston kind of city-wise too, so. Would highly recommend going to Charleston incidentally, especially if you're into low country cooking, which I am, but it's a beautiful town. Now, he also spoke a little bit about a fellow Clemson transfer receiver, Ajo Ajo. Uh, Ajo just, bring, he brings a lot. He's going to bring a lot to the team, honestly. He's just a nasty catch everything big guy wide base can block out any anybody for real so he's bringing tenacity ferociousness and he he, he gets the team going he's a, he definitely a leader but now let's hear from the man himself joey johnston does ask him about his name which is definitely unique it's spelled a j o u a j o u it's a double name he actually grew up in Canada, played for Clearwater Academy International and was recruited from there by Jeff Scott Went to Clemson, did play 113 snaps with just the two catches, including a touchdown against Georgia Tech. Last year, again, played in 10 games, six catches for 73 yards, hoping to be a little bit more productive here. Has the physical attributes, 6'3", 220. I've seen him in practice. He's definitely looking like he can be productive and definitely sounds like a magnetic personality as his now, again, teammate Michael Dukes alluded to a leadership role, as you can tell right off the start from his first answer here. Ooh! Why USF? That's a great question. Honestly, I chose USF because, you know, I, well, for starters, Coach Scott, you know, he recruited me to Clemson, right? And he told me, like, he, he knew he was getting a job, but even though he knew that, he was like, nah, you got to go to Clemson. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, you know, and they can teach you things that, you know, I can't. So I, I went there, and then, you know, I chose USF because that relationship I built with him, you know, I could just, I knew I could trust him. He welcomed me with open arms. Like first day I hopped in the portal, he was the first one to 
hit my phone. He was like, hey, uh, you already know how it is with us. I was like, I really do. When can we get this official going? Like, I already knew where I wanted to go for real, for real. But uh, honestly, like, I'm coming home in a sense because my senior year of high school, I played in Clearwater, which is like 30 minutes down the road at Clearwater Academy International. But yeah, um, yeah, so I'm coming home. Basically. You obviously are a really versatile piece for, for an offense. Kind of what is your role and, and what is Coach Trickett looking for from you in this offense? Honestly, just just to be consistent, um, just to make plays when plays are needed, you know, uh, you know, just to go out there and ball for real. Like I, he knows he knows who I am. Um, I know who I am. I know what I can do. He knows what I can do. So really just going out there and being me, you know what I'm saying? Not, not thinking about anything, but just playing. But Joe, you are not a small receiver. You have a big body. So how do you describe how you use that? What what you can impose on the DBs and any any comparables? You think you play a certain way that, oh yeah, that guy looks like blank, anything like that? Yeah, big guy. So, you know, you obviously you know I play physical. Um, comparison that, honestly, uh, I used to say like, I used to say, I want to be like Julio, this is that, but you know, to be honest with you, I really want to be like Megatron. Like that boy was just like relentless, like unstoppable. Like you throw the ball up, it's 90-10, you know what I'm saying? Like he gonna get it. Megatron. Yeah, like Megatron, the, it's like a jump ball and he always gets it, right? And sometimes with one hand, is that, that kind of how you play? Uh, I mean, you know, whatever is necessary. <laughs> you know, uh, just put it in my vicinity and I'll make you look good. And one more, if I could, and I apologize if this sounds ignorant or whatever, but you, how do you, your name, a Joe, a Joe, and, and how it relates to your culture? What, why are you named a Joe, a Joe? I was named after my grandpa. He was like, they said that he was like super powerful and, you know, he carried himself super highly and all that. So they named me after him. They said I'm supposed to have his juice or whatever, something like that. But yeah, it's it's a really long story. I can't explain in person, but okay. it's just hard. Another time. Thanks, man. So just kind of, you know, making the adjustments and, and and getting used to this offense, what has been the biggest transition piece for you and what are some things you're working on to, to get better? Excuse me, because Coach Scott coming from Clemson, me coming from Clemson, so it's kind of, you know, kind of similar in a sense, you know, tempo-wise and all that, play fast, you know, but really just, just the off the field, I would say just making sure I'm straight off the field because on the field comes with so it will be fun to see those guys in action, or if you're listening to us, hear those guys in action. Again, we'll have full spring game coverage. Pre-game starts at 5 o'clock. I know a Joe is excited about that. Ooh! I know, I know. Whatever happens at the game, you will hear it live on USF Bulls Unlimited. That'll wrap up today's show. Tomorrow we'll be previewing the weekend's action. Again, baseball will be in New Orleans taking on Tulane. Softball will be at home for a big one against Wichita State. And we'll let you know what's going on with track and field. That is going to be a cool event hosted by the Bulls. That's Bulls Beat on a Thursday. Thanks for listening. I'm Derek Sharp.